ain't gonna marry in the fall Ain't gonna marry in the spring Cause I'm in love with a pretty little girl Who wears a diamond ring And I'm just a country boy Money have I none Hey, you know that. If uh, you're hearing Don Williams on Mornings with Ken, you know that coming up next is another interview with my mom. Or I shouldn't say an interview. It's uh, Breakfast with Mom. Yeah, where I just kind of, you know, sit around, have breakfast with mom, and we discuss whatever whatever happens to come up. Um, In this case, it's the... Bible, a little bit of the Bible, Joshua chapter two, and then we talk about some family stuff, but um, it's just the way the morning went. So again, this is pre-recorded, and uh, again, my mom isn't aware at first that I'm recording. I tell her after the fact. So, so this is just a candid morning breakfast conversation. Um, I happen to be reading. Uh, Joshua 2, and I thought, well, my mom will probably comment a little bit while I'm reading here, so I'll just turn on the mic and uh, see what she has to say. So what you're about to hear is just uh, some random conversation, and uh, hey, you'll be surprised where it goes. You never know. But um, yeah, I was going to say, if you guys, you know, if your mom and dad are still with you in life, take the time to sit down and listen to them. Listen to their stories and uh, take advantage of the time that you have with them. Um, I think it's really important. So let's uh, let's let's get started. But I've got silver in the stars. Well, today I'm in Joshua chapter 2. Remember the story of Rahab and the spies? Yeah, I'm in Joshua chapter 2. You better, when you're buying pills, I'm going to read by your oh. Bible. Oh, okay. There oh, there it is. Oh, take my pill. <laughs> Rahab and the spies. Mm-hmm. Then Joshua, son of Nun, <laughs> secretly sent two spies from Shittim. Go look over the land, he re- he said, especially Jericho. So they went and entered the house of a prostitute mm-hmm. named Rahab and stayed there. Oh, in the house of a prostitute? God does strange things. He tells people to do strange things. Mm-hmm. The king of Jericho was told, look, Some of the Israelites have come here 
tonight to spy out the land. So the king of Jericho sent this message to Rahab. You know why he knew he, they were in Rahab? They were in Rahab's house? Because in my little notes there, it, it says here at the bottom that it, it was not unusual for strange men to enter her house. So the king knew. He's like, oh, she's the prostitute? And we got strange men in our town? I bet you they're at Rahab's house. Oh. So that's why. Um, hmm. Have come here to spy out the land. So the king of Jericho sent this message to Rahab. Bring out the men who came to you and entered your house because they have come to spy out the whole land. But the woman who had taken the two men had hidden them. She said, yes, the men came to me, but I did not know where they had come from. At dusk, when it was time to close the city gate the men left I don't know which way they went go after them quickly you may catch up with them but she had taken them up to the roof and hid them under the stalks of flax she had laid out on the roof so the men set out in pursuit of the spies on the road that leads to the fords of the Jordan and as soon as the pursuers had gone out, the gate was shut. Before the spies lay down for the night, she went up on the roof and said to them, I know that the Lord has given this land to you and that a great fear of you has fallen on us so that all who live in this country are melting in fear because of you. We have heard how the Lord dried up the waters of the Red Sea mm -hmm. for you when you came out of Egypt and what you did to Shion and Og, the two kings of the Amorites east of the Jordan, whom you completely destroyed. When we heard of it, our, our hearts melted and everyone's courage failed because of you. For the Lord your God is the God of heaven, above and on earth, below. Now then, please swear to me by the Lord that you will show kindness to my family because I have shown kindness to you. Give me a sure sign that you will spare the lives of my father and mother, my brothers and sisters, and all who belong to them, and that you will save us from death our lies for your lies, the men assured her. If you don't tell what we are doing, when we treat you kindly and faithfully, when the Lord gives us the land, we will treat you kindly and faithfully when the Lord gives us this land, as long as you don't tell on me. So she let them down by a rope through the window for the house she lived in was part of the city wall. So her house is butted up against the city wall. So she put that rope down so they could climb down the rope. Mm -hmm. um, part of the city wall. Now she had said to them, go to the hills. The pursuers will not find you. Hide yourselves there three days until they return and then go on your way. The men said to her, this oath you made 
elsewhere will not be binding on us unless we enter the land you have tied this scarlet cord in the window through which you let us down. And unless you have brought your father and mother, your brothers and all your family into your house, if anyone goes outside of your house into the street, his blood will be on his own head and we will not be responsible. As for anyone who is in the house with you, his blood will be on our head if a hand is laid on him. But if you tell what we are doing, we will be released from this oath with you. Agreed, she replied. Let it be as you say. So she sent them away and they departed and she tied the scarlet cord in the window. When they left, they went into the hills and stayed there three days until the pursuers had searched all along the road and returned without finding them. Then the two men started back. They went down out of the hills, forged the river, and came to Joshua, son of Nun, and told him everything that had happened. Uh-huh. What did Joshua say to him? They said to Joshua, the Lord has surely given the whole land to our hands. All the people are melting in fear because of us. So, look at the, you know, God sending a prostitute and saying, hey, you got to hide these two guys so they don't get caught. Rahab lies to the pursuers and says, oh, they must have took off. And then she hides them on the roof. She lies. Then she had had a... Her family come in there and live with her. Well, they, the two men told her, like, look, we'll, we'll make that oath with you, but they got to be inside your house. If they go outside on the street, that blood's on their heads. It's not on ours. Mm -hmm. So that kind of reminds me of uh, uh, the Passover in, in back in Egypt. Whenever they put the, the no. blood over the doorpost, anybody inside that house was safe. was safe. If you were outside that, you were not safe. That's kind of a, I think that's kind of foreshadowing back and, uh, mm -hmm. to Egypt in a way with that scarlet cord. And she confessed that the God of Joshua and all these men and everything was the God, true God. Yeah. She, she confessed that. And, in fact, here in the notes it says, where did it say that? God did not bless Rahab for lying, but for her faith in the report that's, that the spies gave. So she, God didn't reward her for lying, but for her faith. Her faith in, in God's... Uh, she said that he is the one true God. Wow. Yeah, look at that. Well, there's your Bible story for today. Yeah. <laughs> Rahab the harlot. God, you still uses. God still uses. He does the unusual things, doesn't he? You do anything unusual in your life? Yeah, maybe. Maybe. <laughs> no. Uh, can't we call it? Uh, it's it's unusual. You raised four boys. Yeah. That's unusual. Never got a little girl. So sometimes I think, okay, that's okay, because what if I would have been different and 
the girl would have been a harlot or no or, or well shouldn't have been because I raised all of my boys to know. Well, I couldn't imagine having a sister because with us four boys and having a sister, oh my, I don't know how she would have turned out. <laughs> right. Having boyfriends instead of my boys getting girlfriends. Huh? I said how she would have turned out by me raising a girl, not with a boyfriend. Not my boys having girlfriends. It would have been different. With oh, them. oh, with with her bringing a boy home. It's like, oh, oh, yeah. Yeah, I wonder how all those boys would have reacted to that. <laughs> she would have turned out bad. She would have been a mess. You know that. Maybe God knew. Because us four boys, and you barely could take care. Like, you had to discipline us. And imagine a girl living with four other brothers. Yeah. You probably would have tortured her. Oh. <laughs> you probably. I know you. I know you wanted a girl because you used to dress Paul up as a girl. Yeah, when he was a baby. When he was a baby. See, you were trying to be that gender fluid back in that day. You were trying to be. You were ahead of your times. You were trying to make boys into girls. No, I just wanted to see what he would look like as a little girl. As any a baby. Any baby. You know. Oh, no wonder Paul turned out a little strange. No, I'm just kidding. He did not turn out straight. No, no, because I said afterwards, I said, boy, imagine that. Me trying to put a little dress on, shoes on, Curly's hair, and he turned out to be a tough boy playing football and doing all that rough riding and being, he was tough. Yeah. He, he was, you were tough raising four boys on with dad. Yeah. I don't know how you did it. God's help. God's help because I was only young and I don't know if I I don't even know if I went to church at first I think I did before you guys were but I knew the Lord I knew grandma raised me and I always look back to some of the things that she taught us and did and I never wanted to disappoint God I never wanted to well you probably went to bars you ever go to bars I think I might have went to a bar one time with Dawn and all them when I was older, but didn't. Didn't drink? No, did not drink. And no alcohol touched those lips? No. <laughs> did Dad ever drink? I think he did, yeah. I couldn't picture Dad drinking. Mm-mm, but he did at one time. They, he was Catholic, so you drink wine, you drink... I meant, like, in a bar. I think he did. Where did you meet Dad again at? Oh, you saw him at the supermarket. Mm-hmm. The store. How'd you look at that old man and say, oh, wow, he's good looking? <laughs> he wasn't old. He was good looking. Dark hair. Well, <laughs> I don't know what you saw in him. I don't know. Oh. I, don't. I mean, I thought he was cute. We weren't allowed to have boyfriends, so I saw him and I said, oh. <laughs> Didn't know I'd marry him. Didn't know you'd marry him. Mm-mm. But he knew he would marry you. Who showed interest first, you or him? I showed interest first, oh. you know, in the grocery store and all that. And I thought, oh, he's cute. Um, and then when Don and them kept bringing him up to the house all the time, then I guess he started showing interest. 
Why was he hanging out with Don so much? Because they worked together? Mm-hmm. And Don had a way of using people. Hey, Gordon, go get this. Gordon, do that. Hey, Gordon, take the car and go down and blah, blah, blah. You know, it's like, and Dad would do it. Who's, uh, whose car did they break? I mean, you got that. Bunch of bunch of boys with too much energy. Yeah, and they wrecked it, man. Did they wreck it? And Ron ended up with a broken arm, and Dad kind of took the blame for it because it was his car. And I think he told him that that he was driving, but he wasn't. Ron was my brother. Now. And they had to repair the rock. This big old boulder they hit. They had to. How do you repair a boulder? I mean, they, I don't know how they did it, but they, it didn't move, I don't think. I think the car got smacked. <laughs> well, how did Dad not get her seriously hurt? Because back then, they didn't wear, they didn't wear seatbelts back then. I don't know. I think he just braced himself. They didn't do that much hitting a big boulder in somebody's yard, tore up the grass and did stuff like that, but what we were told can remember. We weren't along there, but... Why did... Don was always a competitor. His end would be all better and everything. (laughs) Well, boys will be boys. So Don beat, naturally, because he went way out the road and had to drive back and see what happened. Oh, Wasn't there another accident with a girl inside the car? Yeah. But that wasn't Don, that was Ron. But now Dad wasn't with him on that one. Yeah, he was with him. He was in the back seat with, with another girl. <gasps> Dad's with another girl? Yeah. <gasps> this is way before we were married and stuff, you know. Yeah. Oh, so he was dating another girl. Mm-hmm. Oh, boy, mom. Dad was a player. And she ended up through out of the car and sitting in the middle of the road. What, did she go through the windshield or? The, the door or maybe she tried to get out so they wouldn't wreck or something. Dad. Riding with boys in cars. That was a movie. <laughs> maybe they made it about Dad. Yeah. <laughs> that wasn't his fault there, that wreck. I don't know. Oh, goodness gracious. I don't even know. They didn't even hit another car or nothing. You just lost control going so fast. See, I would love to get Dad's side of the story, but he can't talk about it anymore. Not anymore, I guess. He doesn't remember certain people. He doesn't remember his own mother. But, uh, so I don't know what you would have saw in Dad then if, if he was a reckless, 
hoodlum. No, he wasn't reckless hoodlum. He wrecked two, involved in two car wrecks. I know, but he was always talked into stuff. He oh. did what everybody said. Oh. Well, no one had to talk him into marrying you. No. Except me. <laughs> I said, will you marry me? <laughs> oh, you asked him? Uh-huh. Well, that's not how it's supposed to work. I know. <laughs> it's not supposed to work that way. But he was always kind of, you know. Oh, I didn't guess. think of things like that. He didn't. Well, he didn't have a he didn't have a good father figure in his life to teach him anything. Not really. His dad was almost grocious and sat home, did nothing. His dad drank. His dad drank a lot. Well, it was they were Irish? That's what the Irish people were supposed to do. Yeah. They think. Yeah. Was I? Uh, was his? Oh no. So yeah, because grand grandma would have been. She was like Hungarian or Bulgarian or something like that, wasn't she? His mom, grandma. Yeah. She was like Hungarian. They were Hungarian. So an Irish man marries a Hungarian woman. Mm-hmm. Boy, mm-hmm. no hope in my genes there. No wonder <laughs> my genes are all messed up. Oh. Got an Irish drunk and you know how Hungarian people are. No, I don't. But oh. my mom, my dad's mom, Lillian, their people were Hungarian, and her dad was a pastor, but he was a mean, not very nice to her. Yeah, Dad told kids. me the story about him. He was mean to his wife, his and and the kids, real strict and mean. One time. Grandma Fink told me that she she was busy doing something or whatever, and she come in the church late. And she come in and she sat down, and her father just looked at her and gave her a mean look. And later, when they went home, he started beating the kid, you know, beating her. But he broke he broke her wrist. Really, she told me this story. Oh, I said, my. man. She said, yeah, and he used to get her mother and have his hands around her neck and practically choking her and everything. But yet he is a minister. And yet he was a minister. And preaching the gospel on Sunday morning. Mm-hmm. People getting saved. Ain't that crazy how God uses... But see, God still must have used him somehow. Mm-hmm. I mean... He was a very proud man. See, pride... Pride comes before fall. It does. I was talking with some friends of ours about that the other day. Pride. Comes before fall. And and then, you know. So don't be prideful. (laughs) Don't be. But why so many ministers fall into it, you know. I don't know. They preach the gospel. They know more than I do on the word of God. And yet they, Jimmy Swagger is cheating and hanging with prostitutes at one time. Yeah. Think. Well, they're just like the people in the Bible. Mm-hmm. Doesn't make it right, it, no. it, you know. And they're, and they're going to be held accountable unless you know they they repent. Well, he, Jimmy did. He still has TV program. But but Dad's dad or da- Dad's grandpa. Yeah, Grandpa didn't repent. I don't know if he did or not. I don't know that either. Huh. 
I don't think he did because dad told me that one story when uh, he was sitting with uh, his grandfather, the pastor. Uh-huh. And the pastor told him at breakfast that there was no God. Just live a good life and you'll be fine. Mm-hmm. That there really isn't a good... Dad told me that story one time. Mm-hmm. They were having breakfast together at this house. And he said, he said, Gordon, there really isn't no God. He said, you just live your good life and be nice to people and everything will be fine. Imagine that, and then go to church on Sunday yeah. and preach a God. That's that's horrible. I don't know what kind of people they were. My no Lord. wonder. Even Grandma Fink never went to church later. In no, life. she was scarred. She she was scarred. Like if that's how pastors are, I don't want see. Nothing. They'll get that reward. Well, he probably already has. You know, for not teaching right, not raising his kids. To... Yeah, you know. Because grandma was, grandma was, uh, her sisters and everything were Pentecostal people. Pentecostal people? Maybe that's where I get a little bit of some of mine, a little bit on the side. Charismatic. But Pentecostal, oh man. <laughs> well then, he must have been a Pentecostal preacher. Then. That's what I'm wondering, or if they later in life changed, you know, when they grew up and did wherever they were. Pentecostal, they speaking in tongues, jumping pews, hollering. <laughs> Ooh, man, that's crazy. But then, Dad's side of the f- family was Catholic. Cause Dad went to uh, catechism. Yeah, he went and got, you know. What are they? Is that what are they confirmed? Is that what that means? Is that what they do? You have catechism, yeah. then you get confirmed into the Catholic Church or something. Mm-hmm. He was probably an altar boy. Yeah. I don't know. I don't know that. Catholic. Boy, I'm all messed up. <laughs> no, you're not. I got Catholic. I got people Catholic. I got Pentecostals. I got Church of the Nazarene. Yeah. Oh, In my. The, background, the one true God. But we, yeah, one true God. Little different variations, but one true God. Yeah. Except for the Let's not include the Catholics in that. There are some Catholic people. No. <gasps> let's not talk about those Catholic people. Yeah. No, I'm just kidding. <laughs> I'm just kidding. I know. But, you know, isn't it going back to Joshua, though? That's how. Yeah. That's how God. God uses the, just a variety of people to accomplish his will, don't he? Yes, he does. Just a variety of people. Rahab the, the harlot. You know, God knew she what she was doing in that house. You know, what, what, her, what she was doing. And God tells, God sends those two men to her house. Yeah, so she puts them up on the roof and <laughs> hid them there. So hid them there. Wouldn't be found because she did believe they were the true. They were serving the true God because of what was going on. And well, because the, well, they heard the stories coming from the other cities, and she thinking, "Oh boy, now they're coming to our city. We're in trouble." She might have been wandering all the time. Is this true? Yeah. You know, they're, you know, they're they're the ones that are following uh-huh. the true God. We're the ones that's all wrong. And I think even though, of course, there was no grace because this is way before Christ. Yeah. But the Holy Spirit or something, well, God revealing himself in the yeah. world, I think. So her heart might have been turned and, mm-hmm. yeah. you know, turned because um, she makes an oath with them that, uh, you know, sort of like covenant that God made with Israel or Abraham, you know. like. Yeah. So it's kind of, it kind of mirrors that covenant a little bit where she says, hey, 
since I helped you out, basically, can you promise me that you're not gonna, that my family will be saved? And they're like, well, put that scarlet rope up in the window. Like the blood. Like yeah. the blood. Scarlet's red. Yeah. Now, now we're, we'll, we'll, we'll promise you that those people will be saved, but if they go outside, that's on them. You better stay now. When they come in to fight these people. Yeah. But uh, imagine they could have gone outside after they yeah. fought one. But when, when, yeah. But after the calamity ha happened, you know, they yeah. said, oh, it's like, no. Nope. Hopefully she lived the rest of the life. And well, it does. She, the she's the father. Oh, she, I mean, she's in the line of uh, David because. She is? Yeah, isn't she in the line of David? Because. Um, let me see. Because on Hebrews chapter thirteen, where they, he says, "By faith, this, 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 and this," is she mentioned in there? And by faith, Rahab. Well, wait a minute. Because isn't uh, I don't know if she's mentioned in the chapter of faith. Oh, mom. She, she married into the Israelite family. Okay, that's good. And was an ancestor of David, thus placing her in the line of Jesus, Matthew 1, uh, Matthew 1, 5. Well, um, let's look at Matthew 1, 5. So she gave her... Yeah, so she's she married a, a Israel. She's like, oh, shoot. I'll, God save me. Go find me a Jew. Give me a Jew. I'll marry a Jew. <laughs> <laughs> She's like, I'm going to make sure I'm doubly safe. I'm marrying me a Jew guy. Matthew what? Matthew 1, five. Uh Solomon, the father of Boaz, was the mother of Rahab. Boaz, the father of Obed, who was the father of Ruth. Obed, the father of Jesse. And Jesse, the father of King of David. Uh-huh. Okay. So. So Boaz and... and uh... Ruth had Obed. Yeah, Salem was the father of Boaz, whose mother was Rahab. So Boaz's mother was Rahab. Oh. So Boaz's mother was a prostitute. At one time. Yeah. That's according. Now that's some notes we got here in Joshua. It tells you to look at Matthew. Uh-huh. So Boaz's mother. See how God was piecing that all together? Yeah. He was piecing it all together. Solomon, the father of Boaz, whose mother was Rahab the prophet. So Solomon married Rahab the harlot. So, uh, uh, Solomon, not Solomon. Oh, Solomon. Yes, Solomon, not Solomon, but this, this, Sol, this Salmon dude oh. was the father of Boaz, whose mother was Rahab. Solomon married Rahab and she they were the father of Boaz. Boaz. Father, of so Boaz. she that's that Jew she married back then. Yeah. You know. <laughs> she she went guy her a Jewish man. Yeah, because she believed in their way. Yeah. So and then she's right in the line of uh David. And David, David because so she was the father of Rahab, Boaz the father of Obed, whose father was Ruth, Obed the father of Jesse. So it comes right through her line. Right through her, what she did by her faithfulness. I mean, God put her right in the line of later Jesus's uh, birth. Yeah, she was in that lineage. So God can God uses all kinds of messed up people. Yes, He does. See. Yeah.
God uses all kinds of messed up people. Look at you and Dad. You're pretty messed up. <laughs> oh, but, uh, man. He, he, you know. Yeah. God got us through. Got you through. Yes, he did. Yes, he did. Still getting us through. Yeah. Amen. We don't deserve it. We don't deserve it, but he, he gets us through. That's why I like to go, what you were reading there and everything, I'd like to go down to the ark and uh, see the, the whole creation thing and the hotel. Well, we should. We should do that. Yeah, we should do that and go down and I see think it's ark. a four-hour trip. Four hours? Yeah. It's somewhere in Kentucky, isn't it? Yeah. That's four hour, about a four-hour trip, I believe. So we should we'll do we should do that. We'll, we should do that. Get your diapers packed. Yep. <laughs> How are we gonna keep track of dad down there? Well we'll have to. <laughs> we'll have to put those handcuffs on him. Yeah, put handcuffs on him. So he doesn't stray stray away. You know that arc is pretty big. I know. He'll, he'll, he'll be over in the elephant section. <laughs> you know, we'll be Oh goodness. Yeah, we'll have to do that, Mother. Yes, we will. We'll have to put it on. We'll say it, but we got to put it on the calendar. Yeah. Because you don't do things unless you write it down. Oh, I was a spare-of-the-moment person. I don't know why. I just was. I'd fly out and do something. I know you were a spare-of-the-moment. Let's go. Let's go. Let's yeah. do it now. Come on. Let's go to Pennsylvania. That's where I get it. Some, some of that. I, I well. didn't plan anything out ahead of time. I just went. Well, what wall are you going to stare at today? I'm not going to stare at a wall. Yeah, I mean, well, I don't know what you do all day because I work. I don't know. Some people work to bring money in this house. We, we wash dishes. I make uh, the bed. We look at the, nah, the I think animals. You, I, I think took you, Maggie out last night before you guys came here. and I didn't think she was ever going to stop peeing. <laughs> well, there you go. Okay.
Out of my 